Thank goodness it's Friday. This is Thank goodness it's Friday. This is your girl Tawanda with Clutch by RGAA Media. And tonight our show is about beating the clock. What time is it in your life? Tune in and join us. My real girlfriend across America. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how okay. to describe myself. We gotta give these ladies a makeover. Funny because I feel like you're always on the show. I'm like, oh wow, that's really good to know. A lot of women experience some of them. Clutch has like a lot of different kinds of interests. Thank you so much for joining our special show. This is Tawanda with Clutch by RGAA Media, which is a part of Real Girlfriends Across America. And one thing that you probably didn't know about me is that I love music. And I want to show you exactly how much as we get started. I think here I have music on here. So let's see what we got. Just be a little patient. Hopefully you're in a good mood and you're not feeling uptight. And if you are, before you hang up tonight, you will not be anymore. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not sure if I got to keep my day job or maybe I can get me a side hustle being a DJ. What do you guys think? Are you feeling my music or what? Hello? <laughs> I like your music. Yay. Yes. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So tonight we have a special show and we're talking about beating the clock. What time is it in your life? Before we get started tonight, we definitely want to acknowledge, salute, and give everyone that took the time and invested the time in dialing in a chance to relax, relate, and release. It's Friday. So tell us, let's see what I want to know. Mm, Alexis, what do you want to know from these people that's on tonight? What do you want to know from them? Three things. What are their weekend plans? What mood they're in? And did they have a drink? You're just nosy, Alexis. But you know what? I did ask her that. So we want to know. Well, Alexis wants to know. (laughs) I think I do too, though. What are your weekend plans? Um, What else do we want to know? What are your weekend plans? What kind of? What are you drinking? Oh, what What kind of mood you're in? And are you drinking, or do you have a drink? Okay. And if you can't remember all those questions because she's been nosy, that's okay because I don't even remember them. So hopefully you're listening. So we're going to start, and hopefully don't get upset with me if you get thrown under the bus tonight because you got to beat the clock. If you don't, you're going to be under the bus. 765, welcome to the call. And you heard what the questions were. I don't remember. So whatever you remember, go ahead and answer, please. All right, my name is Kathy. Um, I what am I doing this weekend? Um, I don't know. Well, my fiance is working, so I probably will go over to my parents' house, spend time with them. Um, 
Sunday I'm starting a new game of Dungeons and Dragons, so excited. Um, my mood, okay. excited because I just got engaged. And congratulations! Wait a minute, Thank did you. you say you just got engaged? Hold up, I, I got something I text, for you. I texted you, Tawanda. I texted you about it. Oh, you did? Where's my? I Congratulations on being engaged. Hit us up after the call about the bachelorette party, okay? Let's do this. I will. And I'm drinking Mountain Dew Liberty Blue. Or brew. Mountain Dew. Okay, maybe. Can you drink Mountain Dew, uh, make it neat? You know how they say, hey, let me get some vodka and make it neat. Make the Mountain Dew neat. I mean, I've got got little shots. I've got little shots. But my, My fiance works tonight, so I'm not drinking them. Okay, well, save it on save save it save it till he gets home because we don't want you to be in divorce court before you get married. Okay, sounds great. Right? Congratulations exactly. again. <laughs> All you. right, five six two, you got to come hard because Kathy just got engaged. So talk to us five six two. I'm five six two. My name is Judith, and what plans do I have? Um, enjoying my weekend without online school. And what else? What am I drinking? Nothing, but later on I'm going to drink peach margaritas. And my mood is terrific. I'm happy, and I'm glad it's Friday. And we're glad that you invested time to hang out with us tonight. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Uh, All right, all right. 209. Come on, girl. Talk to us. Okay. Uh, you're asking me about weekend plans? I have no idea what she wants to know, so let's figure it out, Kay. Uh, well, give me an idea. I'm I have absolutely nothing planned this weekend, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what else? Um Let's see. Um, I'm probably going to try and get my sleep in the morning and then get up and try to be productive, maybe get some writing and editing done, uh, maybe pass by this. I mean, literally nothing exciting. I don't want to give you my, like, grocery okay. list. And <laughs> your mood? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little better. I'm doing a little better. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so let's see what 267, a.k.a. C, talk to us. Hi, um, so I'm feeling tired. I'm drinking an energy drink, so hopefully that changes. And I'm actually not doing anything except for working. I'm pretty much like, hey, I don't have anything going on this weekend except for being in the house and being in front of my laptop. Okay. Well, I think for for women, that's a great thing because it's not too many times in life we can say, hey, I'm going to do some me time this weekend. I have nothing going on. That is a great thing. 207. Good evening. Good morning. Uh, my, name is Kelly. <laughs> my name is Kelly. I am, let's see what my mood is. My mood is melancholy for this evening. 
I believe it has to do with <laughs> it has to do with the fact that the last three days, four days I've prepared for this trip to Massachusetts and my activities that have been planned out for the weekend are basically to invest and create a friendship with our oldest son. And hopefully he's not trying to put me under the bus because I am a female. It sometimes gets a little bit difficult when uh, you have sons because they tend to idolize men so that they kind of uh, gain from the abilities or how a man actually is. So they tend to, they love their mothers, but they idolize their fathers. So I am building a friendship relationship, and my mood is melancholy. Did I miss a question? I'm sorry. No, you actually did good, so thank you. That's good. Okay, no, thank you. (laughs) 703, talk to us and answer your own questions. I have a busy weekend. I have a couple of papers I need to write. I supposedly have some friends coming. Um, I'm just drinking Crystal Light Raspberry Lemonade. I know, lame. I don't drink alcohol. And my mood is, I don't know what my mood is. Um, It's the anniversary of something important for my family. So it's been a depressing day, some more so for some than others. So I would just say my mood is normal. Okay. Well, if you're not in a great mood when you're dialed in, you have to be in one by the time you leave. Tonight, we're talking about beating the clock. What time is it in your life? I like talking about this, and I know most people probably say, what in the world does she mean? What time is it in my life? And I'm glad you asked. However, I'm not going to tell you yet. I want to share a little information with you, (laughs) and then I want to hear from you in reference to 2020. I know probably back in November of last year, Normally, October, right after Halloween, I get excited. I love the end of the year, more so because, of course, it's the holidays, but even more than that, it just seems to me that people are in a better mood. People are happy. Everybody's happy, et cetera, et cetera. Since we live such a busy life, most people don't take time to really get with family, tell people you love them, spend time with people that matter. However, normally around holidays, people sometimes make the time to actually do that. So last year, I was so excited about 2020 because not only was a new year coming in, but a brand new decade. So I was getting all these different goals in place, like, oh, it's going down, 2020, new decade, my birthday's in January. Oh, the year belongs to me. (laughs) So I'm not really sure about you, and I'm going to kind of ask a few different people this question. When January came in, I'm not really sure what happened, but I had like like this cloud, like it is January, it is the new year. Things just really are not as excited as I thought they would be. So 
Paul said, okay, maybe next week, maybe next month. We're going to work it out either way because sometimes in life things don't always go our way. We got to still shake it off. We got to make it go our way, point blank, period. And then next thing I knew, it was March, and it was mid-March. And I started hearing on the TV and on the radio about this virus called Corona, COVID-19. It was Corona at first, and then, you know, they love to give something a name. Then it was COVID-19. And I, I didn't really pay it much attention. I just, I just said, you know, it's always something. And then in Georgia, they said they were closing the schools. And I said, oh, this got to be something serious. So I got the hell out of Georgia. <laughs> I said, if the world's going to end, everybody's going to die, I got to be near my mama. Went to South Carolina and um, stayed in the house for about a month. But for the first two, and I wasn't coming out, period. And what what I didn't have, I wasn't going to have. <laughs> Alexa did a call about getting prepared. What I didn't find between Georgia and South Carolina stores, I wasn't going to have it because I was not coming out to look safe. Um, two weeks went by. And really, watching the TV, listening to radio, being online, I was just really kind of uncertain. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really understand it. I just thought it was some type of cruel joke. I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. But I didn't believe what I was hearing on TV. And I just said, I can't believe that we're going through something like this. And all my years of living, I've just never experienced this. And then people couldn't go to work. Jobs were closing down. Then they were saying if you wasn't essential – you know, you had to stay home. People were losing businesses. And it was just really a lot of different things happening. And I did appreciate the fact that I, I work from home. However, I know so many different people, they didn't. And then when the schools closed, kids were having to stay home. And that was another roadblock that someone had to jump through. I don't have children. However, I know and love a lot of people that do. And it's just really so much that happened. And now it's September. And it's almost October, and we're still going through so much uncertainty. Some areas are worse than others. So the first thing I want to find out from each person on here tonight as we get into what we're talking about is what were your thoughts as the year was coming into 2020, and what has been your – I'm not going to say your struggle because everybody doesn't have a struggle. What has been your outlook, how you've been feeling in reference to what I just described, what was your last nine, ten months like? Take about one minute, if you don't mind, and share that. We'll go ahead and start with you, you Alexis. Um, going into 2020, I'm Asian, so I like to think I have two New Years. So American New Year is January 1st, and Chinese and or Asian New Year is some point at the end of January or February. So I just figured whatever didn't happen around January, I always have time to turn it around in February. And then I met my boyfriend. We had plans to meet, and then COVID hit. And thank you very much. I hate that stupid virus because I happen to live down the street of one of the one of the top three areas in Northern Virginia to break that out with the virus really badly. So I am just looking forward to the end of this year because 2021 has to be better. Couldn't get any worse. Well, I take that back, but we're not going to discuss politics. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Alexis. And sounds like you had some new romance going on um, during the COVID. However, it's been some ups and definitely some downs. So thank you for taking the time to share that. Um, talk to us, um, Kelahar. Thank you. Uh, wow. When the year registered 2020, I went back to when we were concerned with the year 2000 rolling in and everyone was uh, claiming to the, oh, it's the millennium, we're going to lose this and we're going to, they're going to wipe out your accounts and everything is going to be disarrayed. And then as most of us know, the studies of numbers or the calendar ending and having to have a new beginning has been entered by the Mayans, the Mians. And uh, so when they go in to read these numbers, I said, well, since it was in art form, is it possible that when they read the year 2000 and we were to go to experience the millennium, that it was actually to be have understood that that number was actually a two instead of a zero. It is quite simple when you draw the number two to then convert it into a zero. So it is possible that they were highlighting the year 2020 instead of the year 2000. I am not a scholar of this study. However, I am a very intimate believer of the, you know, the heavens and the higher power. And um, I also respect that God abhors gossip and ridicule. But this, our president's office has been ridiculed and mocked. And there has been so much gossip continuously since the year uh, 20. 2016, that this is all that we hear worldwide. And I said, oh, just like you had mentioned, Tawanda, it is the end of the world. God's going to now wipe us out because he's just annoyed with us. There's just so much constant controversy. There's there's a lot of, an awful lot of uh, division, especially within the government itself, that is unfair and the pollution of our children constantly hearing, oh, this president is in treason, uh, we want him to be uh, breached, uh, impeached, rather, excuse me, et cetera, et cetera. So I became even more concerned with that if I am dying and God is taking us out because this has to be a plague or a war, then I might as well keep going forward and try to now squeeze in my assignments that I should have been doing <laughs> for the last, you know, 30 years of my life with a lot more focus and determination. And hopefully I'll be on time for the next time I have an opportunity to come back to Earth when there's an Earth. <laughs> That's how I felt. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. Talk to us, Kathy. Um, so the beginning of my year was not good. I was uh, actually in jail. 
Um, and then I got let out of jail early because of coronavirus. I had never heard of it. I just knew that they were letting people out. I got out two months early, wow. ended up going from Indiana to Texas. And so that was fun. I, I did some, some stuff there. And then I ended up back in Bloomington, Indiana. And now I'm getting married. So, I mean, all in all, 2020 has not been that bad. I mean, coronavirus has messed some stuff up. I, I get that. And I, I don't I don't know that I entirely believe it, but a lot of people do. And I, I don't really follow politics or the news, so I can't really comment much on it. But I'll wear a mask. So that's what we're supposed okay. to be doing. Absolutely. Just be careful and be safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. And congratulations. All right, all right, all right. All right, Judith, talk to us. And if if you're not speaking, if you don't mind, and you have background noises, just press star six to mute so we can hear whoever the lovely lady is that's speaking. Judith, talk to us. Okay. When 2020 came along, I was like, all right, I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to make all the kids listen to me. New world order. It's my order. It's Judy. Judy order. But yeah, right. All this COVID thing started and the kids had to stay home. But again, you know, I have to stay positive. And I feel that um, no matter what's going on, as long as I stay positive and, and uh, you know, just move forward, then things hopefully will turn out okay. I'm thinking that maybe everybody will start to change towards a more positive uh, mentality or consciousness, hopefully. But it's just been such a crazy year. Crazy, crazy year. Too much, too much is happening. That's why I say so much uncertainty, Judith, because a lot definitely is happening. Thank you for sharing that. Right? You never know what's going to happen. You don't even know what's going to happen. Absolutely. You never know. I'm trying to get everybody's name right tonight. So, so, Corrine. Yeah, so when when the year first started off, I was, uh, you know, optimistic. I had a calendar full of stuff um, ahead of me. Um, I was already working from home mainly, um, so that part didn't really affect me so much. Um, I did have two clients where I would, um, one client I would just visit his office once a month, I mean, I'm sorry, once a week, um, just to check on the one staff member I had in his office and just to have meetings with him on that day. Um, So that changed, and my other client had event space, um, and I would only go whenever they were having an event to his actual event space and to meet um, people that were looking to um, book the space, um, but that completely shut down um, once COVID hit. Um, I, I think that I, I thought that it was going to go away uh, eventually, but here we are, um, and, and things had to, you know, be revised. Um, but for the most part, I um, I was able to basically just, you know, continue what I was doing um, from my own business. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Corinne, for sharing that. And, again, you just really never, never know. How about you, Kay? Um, can you repeat the question? Hold on one second. Let me let me go to my gong room. One second. Hold up. I got something for you. Let me find it. Hold on one second. The question that I'm asking everyone is, 
talking about 2020, like when November, December started, what was your anticipation and thought about the new year and when it actually happened now that it's here and we're experiencing so much uncertainty, you know, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about it? Um, I thought 2020 was going to be a good year. Um, I had a lot of financial plans um, and, you know, really good hopes for what was going to happen. And it kind of turned upside down. It went, I mean, the whole year just sort of, it just sort of spontaneously combusted. Um, I'm not, I'm not in a worse place than I was financially, but I'm also not where I thought I was going to be and where I had planned to be. I'm just in a really different space. It's just weird. It's almost like Alice in Wonderland, except without the fun stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Well, we're going to talk about when we come back from break, beating the clock. And I'm going to explain what that actually is. And remember, when we started the call, I told you guys, I love music. So let's see. Miss DJ, play my song. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Thank goodness it's Friday. This is your girl, Tawanda, with Clutch by RGAA Media. And tonight, our show is about beating the clock. What time is it in your life? Tune in and join us. Here is your trending news update for today. T.I. reacts to Jeannie Mae referring to Jeezy as her husband. We knew that Jeezy and Jeannie Mae were an item, but we may have missed the wedding ceremony. Talk show host Jeannie shared a video via her social media, showing a behind-the-scenes look at her setup for the show she's filming, and in a clip also shared the sweet message from her fiancé, Jeezy, where she referred to him as her husband. This definitely went viral because people didn't know if they got married, eloped, if there was a wedding and they wasn't invited, or was she just saying that? For more information, hit the link below. And we are back. Oh, my gosh. Beating the clock. I'm going to share a couple of different things in reference to beating the clock, and I'm not asking anyone to tell their business. I just want to know if you can understand, if you can relate, if you've ever known anyone that went through this, because your business is definitely your business. One thing, not just with COVID, but in life in general, I learned a long time ago that you never know where people are in life. So we have to be careful how we treat people. There are so many times I could pick up the phone and call Alexis or call Corinne or call Kellahar and just as soon as you say hello, I can start saying, hey, I need this and I need this and I need this and I need this. And that's the wrong way to do things. First, say hello. Ask how you're doing. How you feeling? How was your week? Is this a good time? Especially if you don't have an appointment to actually even call because you just never know. Things can happen in the blink of an eye. A lot of times in life, we go through things, and we're going through things, and sometimes people never even know. Unfortunately, people are apathetic. They don't even care. 
And think about sitting at home, sitting in a chair, just thinking about your friends, your loved ones, things you see on TV, and think about times and situations where you saw someone and they were going through something and you said, you know what, I never knew that. Or if you found out about after it, like, oh, if somebody died or this happened, and you say, you know, I never knew that. I never knew what you were going through because everyone doesn't really share. So we need to be careful how we treat people because we never know where people are in life. In reference to beating the clock, the question that I want to ask everyone on here tonight is, what time is it in your life? And whatever time it is, that is between you and any and whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, because I know everyone is different. Let's say it's 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock means life is good. I have what I want. I'm doing what I want. Bills are paid, and I'm happy. It is high noon. It's 12 o'clock in my life. 3 p.m., okay. If you're not at 12, maybe you're at 3 p.m., okay. What does 3 p.m. mean? Well, stuff is not really going my way. I have to get a new plan in place for my life, or things may fall apart. Bills are increasing. May have to make a payment arrangement or two. Man, I hate to do it, but I had to go to my savings and pull out something to pay this one bill. But most importantly, I'm able to cover everything up. And no one really knows what I'm going through. And that's 3 o'clock. Okay. 6 o'clock. Now it's 6 o'clock. It's getting late in the evening. It's 6 o'clock. Halfway from noon, halfway from noon, both ways. Damn. I thought things would have gotten better for me by now. I had to make an arrangement on my life bill. Mortgage and my car note this month I already borrowed some money from a friend And I don't have anyone else to borrow from I had to pull the last bit of money from my savings account Things have really gotten worse And to top it off, I'm stressed out And a few of my coworkers are starting to notice that something's going on I'm glad everyone doesn't know that I'm really going through it It's 6 o'clock everyone And then guess what? Nine o'clock comes. It's nighttime. And it's over with. They just came and repossessed my car while I was at work. I can't believe it. Bank account is overdrawn. And my rent and mortgage is behind so much I had a pink notice on the door. If I don't catch it up, I'm losing my place. And to add Insult to injury, I can't hide it anymore. Everyone knows what's going on. What time is it in your life? Now, my question is not for you to tell on the call tonight what time it is in your life because that's no one else's business. My question is, can you relate and understand to the times, and do you ever know or maybe anyone that's went through the different times, or if you have a story or situation, you can share. And, again, you never have to share anything that you're not comfortable with because that's not what our goal is. Our goal is to be able to share with millions of people that we all go through something. Sometimes you're in a storm. Sometimes you just came out of a storm. Sometimes you're going through a storm, so you're not by yourself. 
So as we open the call up tonight, we're talking about beating the clock, though. What time is it in your life? And I know you may not remember the time, so you can ask. Let's talk about 12 o'clock. Life is good. I have what I want. Bills are paid, and I'm happy. We have quite a few people on here, so I love at least two or three people to to comment on 12 o'clock. If you have a story to share, if you can relate any type of way, um, you know someone that can um, that's been at 12 o'clock. Two or three people, please share in reference to 12 o'clock hour. State your name and talk to us. This is Cassie. Um, I definitely relate to the majority on on different areas of my life. I definitely relate to different, to different times. Um, right now. More so 12, like getting married, just got a car, my first car, just got my first house. So, it's, it's I mean, it's uphill from here, I'm thinking. So, I'll have to down 12 o'clock. Absolutely. Well, I'm happy for you. And now, we, it's not uphill you're thinking, it's uphill, period, period. And you have a group of people that's going to send good vibes your way, and we want you to win. Congratulations. You. You're awesome. You're trying to get all these... She likes my music. <laughs> because noon is definitely something to class about. Let me get two other people that want to speak on 12 o'clock, please. This is Steve. Um, I'm not at 12 o'clock yet. I'm I'm close, I feel like. I feel it in my bones. I'm close to 12 o'clock. But um, I, I know a time when I was at 12 o'clock and, you know, everything was going good. I had, you know, a house. I had a car. Uh, well, I was running a house, um, a car, um, even though I don't drive. Um, a, a good job, a savings. And, you know, everything was good and nothing to, you know, complain about. Um and like I said, soon I'll be back there. I'm, I'm close to what I feel like. Um, but, yeah, it's something definitely to strive to get to again. Absolutely. Love your sincerity. Thank you, C, for sharing that. One more person. Talk to us. Tell us about 12 o'clock. I need one more person, please. Going once, going twice. Okay. We're going to go to 3 o'clock. Three o'clock, well, stuff is not really going my way. I have to get a new plan in place for my life or things are going to fall apart. Bills are increasing. May have to make a payment arrangement on one of them. Had to pull some money from my savings to be able to meet all my bills this month. Well, at least I'm able to cover this up because no one knows what I'm really going through. Three o'clock, I'd like three people to share a story in reference to three o'clock, please. Um, this is Kay. Um, I'm not quite at 3 o'clock. I'm sort of at like 2.30, maybe 2.45. <laughs> not there yet, okay. but about to be there. Um, um, you know, moved to a new state, and I'm not able to do the work out here that I was doing in California, and the unemployment's about to run out, and I can't reapply until after October 5th, so it's going to be close. So I'm not there yet, but I might be there in a little bit. Okay. Thank you for sharing, Kay. And we definitely want you to win. You know that. Got to get you to 12. And, and again, so much uncertainty. Just like you said, moving from one place to the next, the world has changed. 
a lot of people are just not able to do some of the things they were able to do before. So, um, yeah, definitely. Um, would anyone else be willing and open to share anything in reference to three o'clock? Um, and again, we, we know people, so I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, I would say that most people can honestly say that almost at three o'clock, I'm not in this particular situation because I'm very fortunate enough to have someone who cares about me to help me out. But I do know of a family member where, um, as I mentioned, today is a very important anniversary. And on this day, it always brings a sense of depression for this particular person. So I was able to talk to her about a couple of things. And she doesn't like to share with others what's going on in her life. So today I found out some surprising news. And she shared with me that her mother is considering moving back to Vietnam for good and not coming back. Oh, wow. So on top of the depression day for her, which is understandable, um, she found that out. And I point blank asked her, is she really okay with her mother doing that? And her answer is she doesn't know yet. So a lot of things is just happening to her this year that is unforeseen. So I'm just going to make a note that I have to keep an eye on her and to make sure she doesn't do anything stupid. Absolutely, absolutely. Because you never know where people are in life, and we can't keep taking things for granted on any level. But anyone else like to share anything in reference to 3 o'clock? I would. I'm Judith. I'm like maybe at like okay, a 130-ish, a 130-ish, where like I know that if I don't change my attitude and if I start to think negative, more negativity just starts to come into my life. So I have to like try to reach for the 12, you know, try to reach for it. And if I keep a positive attitude, good things start to come my way as opposed to negative things if I, I'm all grouchy and I think negative. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, definitely, we want you to win. Stay connected with us. We want to definitely share good vibes, positivity, encouragement, and we're blessed to be a blessing. So thank you for sharing that. Let's get to 12 and reach out. Don't do it by yourself. A lot of times we go through stuff, and I understand that we can't trust people all the time. Sometimes vulnerability is seen as a weakness. But if you can find at least one person that you truly believe that have your best interests at heart, then connect with that person. All right, 6 o'clock, ladies. Damn, I thought things would have gotten better for me by now. I had to make a payment arrangement on my light bill, mortgage, or rent, and my car note this month. I already borrowed money from a friend, and I don't have no one else to borrow from. I had to pull the last bit of money from my savings. It's gotten worse, and my coworkers can tell I'm stressed. It's starting to show what I'm going through. Hello, 6 o'clock. Give me at least three people to share a story in reference to 6 o'clock. And, again, it does not have to be your story. It may just be a general story reference to someone that you know, something you saw on TV, et cetera. Three people, please. Anyone want to share 6 o'clock? Go ahead. This is me. I was just going to say something in general. I I think with um, just with everything going on with um, corona or covid 
um, that a lot of people are probably experiencing um, 6 o'clock now just because of the climate that we're in. Um, a lot of people are un- unable to work. Um, they're relying on, you know, unemployment. Um, if, you know, some people are not even able to get unemployment and they're behind on bills. So it's a, a troubling time for many people nowadays. That's true. I remember I remember I experienced a 6 o'clock. Um, back in 2006, I think it was November, I was working at a job, and I ended up losing my job. And I think it was like November, and, and the first year came in, which was really horrible because that's my birthday month. But um, I had my sister live with me and a friend, so we had a three-bedroom, and I had the rent money to pay for one month, but I didn't. You know, they say you should always have like six months of bills. Well, I had one month, and that was it. <laughs> so... I um I told my sister, I said, hey, I lost my job. I don't really have it. Don't know how I'm pay rent next month, but I'm looking for a job. I need to borrow $20 because I, I had nothing else. The bill will, My bills were paid for that month, but when the first came around again, I did not have it. So I knew I had one month to try to get something going. I didn't even have gas in my car. And I had um I asked my sister for $20, and she said, I'm the oldest now, and she said, I don't have it. I asked my brother for twenty dollars for gas. He said he didn't have it. I went back and asked them for ten dollars. They said they didn't have it. <laughs> and I let a friend move in with me, and she had just came in to nineteen thousand dollars from a previous job that she retired from. And she was shopping every day, taking me shopping to watch her. So I asked her to borrow some money. I sent her like a text message, left her a voicemail. She ignored it for two days, and then I pulled up on her at my apartment. And said, hey, did you see the text message and the voicemail I left you? She said, oh, I've just been so busy. Oh, here, you can get $20. And I know I heard her saying before, you want to find out who with you? Go through something. Man, I felt like I was kissing those folks' ass. I was already low. I was already going through it. And then three people who I thought really would have had my back, man. But um, And then to add insult to injury, I ended up going to like two or three different temp services for interviews because I never really went to a temp service before. Well, do you know when I went to the temp service, they did a pre-interview, and they said, we'll call you back for the real interview. And I was saying to myself, first of all, when I, they called me for the interview, I was trying to schedule on the same day. So I would do it all while I was out. That didn't work. And then the second thing is, you want me to come twice? <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm telling you that – um. Six o'clock is lonely. It's real lonely. And even if people know what's going on or a few people know what's going on, people are apathetic. They don't care. And then nobody owes you anything. So nobody has to give anything. And I didn't call my parents and ask them for nothing. And not because it was pride. I didn't really want to bother them. And I said, guess what? If I can't come up with a job because I got two people living in my place with me, if I can't come up with it and they're not willing to pay my part, I'll let it all go and move home to my mama house. Um, and I luckily did get a job, but um, 6 o'clock is really lonely. And then 9 o'clock, <laughs> it's over with. They just came and repossessed my car while I'm at work. I can't believe it. Bank account is overdrawn, and the home or mortgage has been served a pink notice on the door. If I can't get it caught up in a matter of days, I'm out of there. And to add insult to injury, I can't hide it no more. Everyone knows it. It's 9 o'clock, y'all. Give me a 9 o'clock story. Anyone? 
I actually been in a nine o'clock situation myself where I spent my 20s taking care of three people in my family. And I honestly thought that the people who made promises to me would at least carry through on their promise. So I took the advice of somebody in my family that I have. And I found myself in a position with no job, no money, and nowhere to go. So another family member wasn't very happy with the fact that promise was made to me and it wasn't being kept. But he was not in a position to make me a promise, but at least had the decency to tell me to my face. He was like, I'm going to go home discuss the situation, and I'll let you know one way or another. But I'm not going to do you like that other person did. I at least would tell you to your face. So at least this person did have the decency to tell me to my face. And worse came worse, my sister was in graduate school, so it wasn't like she could help me out. So my sister said, I could stay with her through the weekend, but I can't stay there because she has roots just like that. So in the end, I ended up going back home, like uh, to the person who raised me after my mom passed. And within a month, I found my job and everything like that. Everything was going great again. But like Tawanda said, when shit hits the fan, you're going to find out real quick who's going to stick by you and who just makes promises so they can pretend to be the good guy and the hero when they're really not. So my relationship with my family has changed since that situation. I'm definitely not going to stick my neck out for certain people in my family. The only people you're going to find me sticking myself over a limb, over a burning fire for is my sister and the lady who raised me. Everybody else, good luck. I might throw you a little favor. And that's real. I mean, you never know what people are going through. You never know what people have been through. I'd like to get two more that may share, that may be interested in sharing a 9 o'clock story. And then right after that, we're going to go to break. Two 9 o'clock stories. Um, so this is Cassie. I do have a 9 o'clock story. I didn't know that I wanted to share, but I'll go ahead. Um, okay. So when I had been in jail, I got out. I got out, and I got I got pretty hard on some drugs that I had been on before. And... Um, so I, I moved back to Texas, and I got back with somebody who was quite abusive to me and had been for a while. And my family wasn't helping because I was on drugs, and they knew. And um, none of my friends that had been my friends were helping because I because of the same reason. It was things that I had done myself. I put myself there, and, and that's, that's that. But I, I didn't really have anyone, and I went back in that situation, and I got out of it. And then I went into a whole other situation um, that I – it was another semi-abusive one, and I got myself out of that, and now I'm I'm back in Bloomington with my family, and things are good, like actually very good. I'm building relationships with my parents that I didn't think that I'd ever have again, and my kids and my siblings, but I, I've, I've been down that path. It's just very lonely, like like Wanda was saying about, about 6 o'clock. Like it's, there's just, you don't have anybody. And it, for whatever reason, you just don't. It's lonely and it's dark, and I don't ever want to go back there again. Thank you for sharing that, Cassie. And, yes, it's lonely and it's dark. And, unfortunately, a lot of times when it's 6 o'clock and it's 9 o'clock, we are by ourselves. 
And that's one of the worst things. You know, we're women. We're strong. We can get through a struggle. However, sometimes, you know, you want at least one person that you can say, hey, I only know money from you. I just need you to be here. I just need to know I'm not by myself. So is there any, is there at least one other person that wants to share a 9 o'clock story? Anyone? We're going to go to break. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk about how to basically beat the clock. And even though we're going through it, even if you're at 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock, what to do? Because the thing is, the storm will not last forever. And we'll be back. Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks. <laughs> Definitely clutch on to your drink if you're drinking Mountain Dew or anything else. But we're talking about beat the clock, what time is it in your life. And as we close out tonight, because we just have about 10 more minutes, we want to talk about habits to get your life back on track. I want to list a few, and i love for each person on the call to give at least one tip to our listeners as well as any lady on this line because we've all been through something. Give one tip, if you don't mind, as we close out on what a person can do to be able to get their life back on track. And I just want to throw a couple things out there because, again, everyone has been through something. In life, if we're not in a storm right now, we just came out of a storm, or we may be getting ready to go through a storm. And hopefully we don't have to continue to go through these things by ourselves. Number one, in order to get your life back on track, sometimes you got to accept the situation. Sometimes we're in denial. Just like I said, for those two weeks when COVID was here, I was uh, I was looking around and thinking I was in denial. I didn't know. Like, this was for real. And I had to accept it. And then after I accepted it, I had to get up and get busy. Um, sometimes we feel so defeated we don't know. We have to accept the situation and then when we accept it then we have to try to determine what we're going to tackle first okay I've accepted this situation I can't stay here let me see what the first thing is I need to do and the next thing is taking responsibility sometimes we want to blame other people let's stop playing the blame game look in the mirror at S-E-L-F what can I do about the situation And the next thing is be honest. Be honest with what we can do and what we can't do. No need to think we can change the world if that's not what we can do. And most importantly, don't be afraid to reach out to others for help. I know we are all the same. Probably we want to do it ourselves. We don't want to ask nobody for nothing. We don't trust nobody. I get it. I understand because I'm definitely like that too. 
However, sometimes in life you may find a person that can really truly care and that could be able to help. So what I like to do, we only have a few more minutes as we close out. Beating the clock, what time is it in your life? Everyone is going through something, especially right now. Like someone mentioned about unemployment, they can't get it to more anywhere to the fifth. There's not a whole lot of opportunities and resources. Things are still closing down. Over a million people have died. People are sick. We're living in times of so much uncertainty. People need hope. So give one tip tonight, if you would please, on what someone could do if they lost hope, if they're at 6 o'clock, if they're at 9 o'clock, and maybe that one thing that you're going to say is going to give them another win to keep going again. Let's go to 703 first. Well, um, if you find yourself at 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock and there's nobody that you can turn to, well, you just need to take a look at yourself in the mirror and pull yourself up. Because that's the only person that's going to help you out of the situation. The only person that you can count on is yourself. And sometimes when your back is at the wall is when you're the most strongest. So it's just better to take a step back, take a deep breath, know that you're going to make it out. And it's not going to be an easy journey. But when you make it out to the other side, it's going to be a stronger you. And you definitely will be okay. Thank you. Thank you, Alexis, for that. Kelahar? Well, my advice to Wanda, to anyone that finds themselves at 6 and 9 o'clock is to take a moment back and do a confession to themselves take ownership, honest, and start your race with yourself once again by being honest going forward, picking up your pieces, and knowing that you just have to start all over again. That's the advice that I can (laughs) And that's real. And I'm sure that there's not one person on this line that hasn't started over before. We can do it. We can do it. How about you, Judith? I think that um, when you feel that you're at that point, um, reinforcing your spirituality, like your your faith, whatever it is that you believe in, and just keeping your a positive attitude will help you think of better resources, will help you think of solutions to your problems, will help you um, just not be defeated by the depression because it must it's depressing to be in that situation. And um, when you build your spirituality up, you don't feel so, so, so much alone. And getting that positive attitude opens different doors for you. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, Judith. How about you, Kay? Um, you know, I've I've been... Um, in pretty dark places in my life and and I've been I've experienced really deep depression and the hardest part about when you hit deep depression is trying to pull yourself out of it Um, and trying to pull yourself out of it I think that you need to get the assistance that you need um, counseling going to your psychiatrist or your 
psychologist or your doctor, whatever you need to do to get out of it um, and try and stay out of it. For myself, I was in a pretty serious place this year where I could have slid into depression and I had to, I had to eat the pain. I don't know how else to describe it. I just had to swallow the pain and stuff it down so deep that I couldn't even feel it because that was the only way to keep moving. So, yeah. That's real. Thank you for sharing that. That's real. Close us out, Corinne. Um, I think that, you know, everyone goes through things. Um, we're never alone um, in going through things. And someone has always experienced something um, on the level that you have experienced. So it's okay to take a moment sometimes just to reevaluate where you're at in life and maybe just come up with a, a new plan if you're not happy. Um, with whatever you're going through. Sometimes you might have to take a time out just to, you know, just to evaluate our emotions and to see, you know, how we can change things. And, you know, sometimes, like Kay say, you may be in a depressed mode and it's not going to be just like, you know, taking a nap and sleeping it off. Um, you may just need to seek advice from someone that um, it maybe is medical really um, trained to help you with whatever it is that you're going through. If it's a, a point where you're, you know, physically depressed and, and it's causing you not to be able to, you know, live your life. But um, just knowing that um, things can change and it's not um, a forever thing. Everything is always temporary. That's true. It won't last forever. And with that being said, I just want to say thank you to everyone that has invested time to join us tonight. Thank you in advance to all the listeners of the show for the present and for the future. And we know that, again, you never know where someone else in life, so you just want to be careful how you treat people. We don't know who's at 12 o'clock, who's at 3 o'clock, who's at 6 o'clock, who's at 9 o'clock, but what we do know is we're here for those that want to connect. Until the next time, this is Tawanda with Clutch by Real Girlfriends Across America, and have a good weekend, everyone. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned.